Hello everyone, this is Mary and Jeff Weeks this morning. We're doing our devotions for you. We are thinking about what God requires of us. And our reading is Micah chapter 6, verse 8. He has shown you, O, o man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. I believe this is one of the most significant verses we actually have in, in the whole of our scriptures. It's a verse that describes what God requires of his people and it points us towards what should motivate us. Micah was an Old Testament prophet. He lived near Jerusalem. He was contemporary with Isaiah and he brought God's word to Israel and to Judah, to God's Old Testament people. Micah lived at a time when God's people were in a bad place with their relationship with God. They were facing judgment and exile, but there was the promise of hope for the future. God had some very serious issues with his covenant people, which Micah brings to light in the earlier chapters of this prophecy. These issues revolve largely around their internal relationships. The rich were oppressing the poor. Those in positions of authority were exploiting the people. Judges demanding bribes and priests and prophets demanding payment for their services. Of course, behind this was a a much more fundamental problem of which these were just symptoms. The people and their leaders had turned their hearts away from God. They went through the motions of religious observance, but their hearts were far from God. They were devoted far more to idolatry than true worship of God. Now, to some extent, the people were aware of the distance they were from God, and their solution was to try harder to bring more sacrifice to, to lay on the altar in God's temple. So that the verses that preceded the ones that uh, Mary read to us, let me just read these to you. This is what the people are saying, with, with what shall I come before the Lord and, and bow down before the exalted God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with 10,000 rivers of oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Shall I try harder? Shall I do more? But God had a completely different agenda, didn't he? God's solution was to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. We've just been considering recently on Sunday mornings what our fellowship should look like as a community of God's people. And only on Sunday last, Alan Barnett preached from Colossians 3, verses 12 to 17, under the subject, Walking the Talk. This would have been a very similar message to the one that Micah brought to God's people in his day, 
You see, Micah showed the people three things that God required, which also apply to us today, as Alan helpfully reminded us. Firstly, they were to act justly. God's people were to act rightly towards one another, not to take advantage of each other. In terms of Paul's message to the Colossians, we are to bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. But they were also to love mercy. God's people are to be generous in their affections towards one another. We're to clothe ourselves with compassion, with kindness, with humility, with gentleness and patience. And of course, we're to walk humbly with our God. God's people are to have their hearts and minds set on God and their wills directed by his word. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you're called to peace. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach one another. This is how we walk the talk. And Micah would have agreed. But why? Why is it so important we do so? What's, what's our motivation? Well, there are two answers. The first is that to do so pleases God. And the second is this, to do so reflects the character of God, who is our father. And for God's people in, in Micah's time, there was a lovely explanation at the end of his message. Let me just read these verses that Micah uses at the end of his message. He says this, who is a God like you? who pardons sin and forgives transgression of the remnants of his inheritance. You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl our iniquities into the depths of the sea. You will be true to Jacob and show mercy to Abraham as you pledged on earth to our fathers in days long ago. You see, they had been pardoned by God and brought into relationship with him. In spite of their sin, God had showed himself faithful and would yet again display his faithfulness. They should be generous towards one another as God had demonstrated his generosity towards them. And for us, as we look towards Easter, we too are reminded of the character of God and of his grace and mercy towards us in the sacrifice of his one and only son, Jesus. This is our motivation today. Let's allow the Apostle Paul to have the last word. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. But in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, 
did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. (laughs) 